0: Welcome to the King of All Kings podcast, J Street J-J Street Vibes, hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Yeah, yeah, we are, well, you guys aren't hearing this, today, man. obviously, we're recording it live, but you're not hearing it live. It's always something when I intro the show, it's always something, man, but either way, it's J Street Vibes, man. This
1: is the AI of Jason talking, this is not really Jason. <laughs> the AI will give you exactly what Jason would say.
0: I don't fool, I don't fool with nothing. AI or computers, you know, robots, none of that. I don't, I don't do that, man.
1: The only AI I fool with is Alan Iverson.
0: That's it. That's it. I, man. I
1: don't think I have any friends with AI initials, so I don't think I offended anyone. But watch yeah. one of my friends hit me up. Hold up, you don't like me.
0: Yeah, man. Look, man, we don't do nothing with, with AI, with computers, with robots, none of that other stuff, man, because they're doing too much. They're doing too much, Jason. It's all uh, robots thing, look, man, they're gonna take over at some point. I don't want to be around. I just, I just hope it's it's a long time. They, for, got, think
1: I do, they got dudes taking robots on dates. Come on, man.
0: Come on, man. And they just keep doing it. They just keep like enhancing this whole robot thing. Like it's all fun. Like it's all good. No, it's not all good. You're gonna take over at some point. Like I said, I don't want to be anywhere around when it goes down. I really don't. <laughs> If you haven't noticed, you're listening to J Street Vibes. The main man, Kenny Kerouac, ESPN 1320, one half of the d and KC show on ESPN 1320, noon to four every single day on ESPN 1320. And you got Jason Jones of The Athletic in the building. And uh, I think the last couple times, no, 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 we did it after a loss. Last week was... When they play Milwaukee, so it, ha- it hasn't been um wins every single time for the Kings when we record these things, and today was no it different.
1: Just, it just seems like they usually they usually win.
0: It really does. I feel like the only time they lose is on Mondays. <laughs> we need to we need to stop this. We need to stop having Monday games, and uh they did. What's <laughs> no difference today?
1: We're gonna get, they're gonna get three Monday playoff games. Watch.
0: <laughs> they lose to the Utah Jazz in Utah. 128, 120, a tough loss. You know, some would even say a bad loss, considering who wasn't playing for Utah. Uh, no Lori Marketing, no Colin Sexton, no Jordan Clarkston. It did not matter. The Kings still took the L to the Jazz. Tough loss. I, I you know, it concludes a four-game road trip where the Kings go three and one. And this wasn't good, but I don't know, Jason. I it's hard for me to get that worked up over. It was a it was a weird little scheduling thing too with them um flying back on a what a day in between from DC to Utah and then they got the back to back tomorrow so you know, it's one of those things that happened. They just didn't play well, though. They didn't hit shots uh earlier in the in the game um and got started way too late uh, for whatever yeah. reason.
1: You can't give up 40 in the first and get like nine or whatever. they.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they had 19 in the first quarter. And there was some type of stat where I forgot what it was like a seven minute stretch or something like that where they have four points. Come on, man. Come on.
1: Yeah, and it, I mean, and it, to me, it's another one. You can't give up a 50 40 shooting night to whoever those guys playing were. Mm. I mean, I could. I mean, I know who Rudy Gay is. I knew who Talon Horton Tucker is. I know who Walker Kessler is. Whoever the other dude was, I don't. They were like, I, I, I watched the uh, league pass version with the Utah uh, uh, announcers, and my mm. man who led him in scoring. They were like, "Here's one of the great player development stories of the season. He barely has played, but look, he's ready." I'm like, "Who is this guy?"
0: Abaji. 27 yeah, yeah. points, eight of 14 from the field, six of 10 from beyond the arc. He was balling, he had a really good game,
1: yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna say it again you can't, those 50 40s, you can't keep, you gotta, I get a 40 30 A 48 38,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, came, it came, it came, it came they win
1: this with a 48 38.
0: Well, they, yes, they do. They also win this if they don't go seven minutes without scoring. So yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's that's what it like when when you when you aren't a great team, like the Kings aren't a great defensive team. You will have games like this. You have you will have games where the shot doesn't fall, and if you're not defending at a high level, it's going to result in a loss. I thought that's what happened today. Um, they came back, you know, to to they were down twenty five at one point, came back to take the lead. In the third quarter, but it always felt like an uphill battle, and you were just trying to get to the finish line it never felt like you had control even when you took the lead late in the fourth quarter I think they went up as many as fourth and four in the fourth quarter never felt like they had control they were just trying to get to the finish line
1: yeah Utah answered everything Utah answered mm-hmm. them and the thing is the the, the uh, games with Utah this year have all been close even when they mm-hmm. you know and so and what I took from this game more so than the loss is the fact that that defense Walker Kessler was playing against a bonus. rookie did a hell of a job on him. And the reason why I say I take that because we all know the playoffs are about matchups Mm -hmm. and for as great as a bonus is he's not one of those guys with those crazy, like 80 inch wingspans Mm -hmm. and, That's the reason why I think a a Rudy Gobert would be problematic in a series just because he's so big. Not to say that he's going to shut him down and block five shots every game, but those are the things I'm watching with the Kings now. Because I'm no longer, to me, they're going to win 50 games this season. They're going to be second or third in the West. I'm not worried about that. I've now shifted my focus on the Kings to going to the next season, being the postseason, what type of things – can they look out for what type of things are going to be problematic in the postseason, or could mm-hmm. be an issue? That's what I'm looking at now. I mean, cause to me, yeah, they lost you, but you go three and one on a road trip, you know, it's not the worst thing ever. You know, I think most pretty much every team in the NBA took a three, one road trip. Mm-hmm. So you know, I wasn't, you know, overall, you know, I think if you, if you, if you isolate the game and say they sat these guys, so on and so forth, it's a problem. Maybe you maybe you overreact. You go. You lose control. But to me, I'm at this point. I'm looking at okay. We know they have a pro, You know they they can let guards get high. and mm-hmm. you know defensively, big you know kind of rangy bigs could be problematic for the Kings. I, even I, even with Sabonis, the Kings are not a big team up front. Mm-hmm. So they don't have that big bully guy to say, you know what? Are you giving my guys some problems? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know. You know. I'm, let me get off my man real quick. They don't have that guy mm-hmm. next to Sabonis. So that's what I was looking at in the game more so than the result. Because I'm like, you get down by as, as big as they were, you're going to run out of gas usually trying to come back from that. you know. And I know it's not Denver altitude, but it's still altitude. It's mm-hmm. still in, in Utah, even when Utah is not a great – they're, they're like about an average team this year. But even when Utah is not great, that place is never an easy place to win. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to win tonight Uh, after I I tweeted it out at halftime um, when they they were down by 25 or whatever the case may be. And they got it to 16 at the half. And I was like, that's all they really needed to do. I think they're going to they're going to pull this one out because offense will wake up at some point. And I I thought they'd, you know, just just kind of force their way into a win against Utah, and they they had their opportunity. They blew the lead. They were up four, like I said, late in the fourth quarter, and they couldn't get buckets, and Utah had an answer for everything. So I thought they were going to win this game um, from about halftime on, and it just didn't happen. De'Aaron Fox, uh, he did everything that he could, 37 points on the night, 14 to 21 from the field, six of nine from beyond the arc, but aside from him, nobody really shot the ball well. Keegan Murray had 22 on the night, he was eight of 16. That was a good look, but yeah. I mean, look at Sabonis, like you mentioned, he was four of 11, Harrison, five of 11. Uh, the bench was super inefficient and not good at all. Uh Malik Monk had 15 points, but he was four of 15 from the field. Trey Louse was one of six, uh, 04 for TD. Um, nobody outside. Uh, Fox and Keegan really stepped up tonight and they, re- they were missing that one other player uh, to produce at a, at a relatively high level.
1: Yeah, even with De'Aaron, De'Aaron was good in the fourth quarter, but it wasn't De'Aaron. It wasn't De'Aaron, De'Aaron in the fourth. Mm-hmm. He had some moments, but it, you know, I think, did we have like 30, 32 two going into the fourth?
0: Uh, yeah, it sounds about right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he hit a big three in the fourth. They needed like 14 points in the fourth quarter, De'Aaron. So, even as well as he played, it wasn't exactly what we're used to from him. And like I said, the way Sabonis played, you know, you, you don't have a chance, you know, De'Aaron gave you enough, Keegan did, but you needed one you needed one more guy, anybody, you know, you know, to do something. And they just they just couldn't they couldn't find it. They, you know, mm-hmm. and every time they did, you know, I mean, I mean they 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 you know they get a little lead. You know, they leave they leave Kessler. It was a Kessler for a three and then like Kelly Olenek. They kept on calling him on the Utah broadcast KO. And I had been <laughs> watching. I was watching going between that and Monday Night Raw. And I'm like, why is Kevin Owens in Kevin
0: Utah? Owens for three?
1: <laughs> I was like, KO for three. I'm like, Y'all got y'all can't call Ke- That is Kelly O'Linick. He is not <laughs> KO. You cannot call him KO. I was so lost. <laughs> He's the third KO. He's behind Kevin Owens and the old offensive lineman for the Raiders and the uh, Jets. You know, what's the name? Uh Osimile. Who was that? Osimile. Uh, um,
0: I say I never called him. Ke- Literally, I think the only KO I ever called was, was Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah, and even that KO was, set, was way behind, you know, so I'm just like yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, it's not one of those games where you go, oh my God, this is a trend and you freak out, but you know the only trend is that 50-40 and if they're not hitting shots, that 50-40 is a problem. They came back, but once you get somebody getting into a groove, I mean, my man probably ain't going to get 27 in the next 3-4 games.
0: No, nah, not like I don't want to I don't want to stall him out like, nah, you sleeping. Um, he's not going to do that this year. I like Abaji as a player. Though. I I think he's a he's a sneaky <laughs> Pretty good player. I haven't followed him this year. I don't know what his season has been like. I just know him from um, playing at Kansas and how, how much. Yeah. I like him at Kansas. But, I mean, career – or yeah, he's a rookie. So, a career night tonight, you know, with 27 points. Yeah. And the way he shot the ball. Chris Dunn uh, off the bench, 18-10. and 10. Off 18 the bench And my man was a
1: couple of 10 days.
0: Yeah, Chris Dunn. That, that was something that uh, I didn't expect to see with him going for 18 and 10, but he played really well. You know, one of the things that I did like at the end of this game that, um, I, I, like I said, for me, it seemed to be just one of those things, the Giants, the, Giants, the Kings couldn't get out of their way, right? They fouled down the what stretch.
1: saying that this year, too, the Giants can't get out their way.
0: Well, I mean, you know, when you when you let Carlos Correa just just walk and you don't do anything else, the Giants are actually going to be probably better than I give them credit for. That doesn't mean they're going to be good. So, yeah, let, I mean, when, I'm looking forward
1: to Aaron Judge on opening day for him, though. Well, geez, I mean, let let, let him that, you,
0: look. Neither one of us competing with the Padres. I mean, the Dodgers didn't do much of anything this offseason, but well, Luka,
1: they really didn't have to. He's I
0: beating then after they lost their the whole left side of their infield.
1: They'll be all right. It sucks that my man got got you know, ACL, but the Dodgers have talent. They just the talent just doesn't show up in October most years. So,
0: well, I mean, we all know that's the case. But
1: <laughs> when they're playing the Giants, you know they beat them. But you know then they go out there and don't hit again.
0: But um, yeah, the the Kings, man, they 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 were. Fouling down the stretch of this game, De'Aaron in particular had a couple a couple calls. He had one foul on Chris Dunn when he was ta- attacking the basket late in the clock. Um, and that and, was number yeah, yeah. one on a bodge. I would have, I would have wanted Mike Brown had two timeouts, I would have wanted him to challenge that. I don't know if he still had his challenge left at the time, I can't remember right now, but uh, th- that was a tough call. Yeah, uh, on a on that
1: and another pivotal moment was they get that uh take foul call. Mm-hmm. And, you start, and, you, and you miss the free throw, you get the bucket, but that could have been a four or five point p- possession.
0: Yeah, Malik was like at ninety two percent or something like that mm-hmm. at, at one point in the season. It's now down to eighty eight percent. That's a little frustrating. I'm like, you
1: know, I'm like my guards missing free throws, but no, no, I, I nothing irks me more than a than a guard, a ball handler, especially a guard who can't make free throws. It's like, what are you doing? Go play wide receiver.
0: and Malik can make his free throw like I said he was a 90 at some point but in the last like month or so he's missed a few of them and he's gotten down to
1: 88% so oh oh, the horror an 88% free throw shooter. (laughs) (laughs) it's it's overreaction season he shoots 88 from the line oh lord (laughs) (laughs) remember
0: remember the days when I was begging for somebody to shoot 75% I said bro just make 75% please
1: oh yeah it was like come on (laughs) De'Aaron please don't go 7 for 13 from the line this game it's like you can't, ask, you can't ask for calls, and then you get the calls, and you're going eight for 14, eight for 13 on the line. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, luckily, it seems like those days are behind us. We'll see what happens uh, in the playoffs. But they've been shooting the the, the the free throw really well this year. But wasn't enough tonight. Like I said, the Kings fall 128 to 120. Jason, we're going to take a quick break. Um, when I come back, we're going to, you know, pull back a little bit and look at this entire four-game road trip. This was um, was actually it was some good stuff. It was impressive. It ended in a, in a, in a not-so-kind um, way for the Sacramento Kings, but all in all, I'll take it. We'll talk about that. Um, it's Kenny Carraway, ESPN 1320, Jason Jones of The Athletic, J Street Vibes. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? Jason Jones of the Athletic, we um, talked about the Kings losing one twenty-eight to one twenty to the uh, Utah Jazz, a very very shorthanded Utah Jazz. I, that's not a that's not a loss you want. There there wasn't really nobody of consequence playing. You know, I have my eye on Kel- Kelly Olynyk. It's not like he went off or anything, but I have my eye on him. But I did not as- expect Abaji to go off the way he did. I did not expect Chris Dunn to play the way he did even as six of six from the field 13 points eight rebounds now he was he's the project i think that's who they were referring to he's the the g league project yeah, uh, who's, just, yeah.
1: They, but they were just like touting this is like a developmental game you know when you see teams that don't really want to win do this like we're going to give our stars the night off and give these young guys a chance if we win it's a bonus
0: yeah, they answered, too. Now, I, I talk about Olenek. I kind of glossed over his game. He had a little mini Sabonis game, man. 19-10-8 for Olenek. He definitely was the catalyst.
1: Man, went back to Gonzaga on us, you know, with that He run. really did.
0: He really did. Um, but, Jason, they lost the game. They had won eight straight – no, they had won seven straight road games coming in to tonight. Um, they had won their first three games of the four-game road trip. They ended up going three-and-one. On this really weird, it wasn't even like, it wasn't a midwest trip. It wasn't an East Coast trip. They went all around the country. I I don't know what the schedule makers were doing here. They had a Chicago-Brooklyn back-to-back in this situation. What the hell was that? What was that mess? They had to deal with that. Um, They played Brooklyn-Washington. That's relatively normal. But then you go Washington to Utah, which leads into a back-to-back again. So they're going to end up playing five <laughs> games in seven nights, and um, they're not at the fifth game yet. But uh, they ended this four-game road trip, three-and-one. I don't want to say you couldn't ask for a better road trip because 4-and-0 would have been a better road trip. But, I mean, all in all, three-and-one road trip on this kind of funky, funky um, setup, it was, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, I thought the Brooklyn game would be the trap game, mm. you know, back-to-back three time zones and what, four nights. That, that was the game I was like, okay, that might be the one. They got that one. You know, you you, you let my boy Coos go off, but.
0: Kuz mm. cool. rolled his ankle within the first three seconds and then takes off after that.
1: He's like, man, my ankle hurts. Oh, but they ain't going to guard me. Let me go ahead and get these shots off. <laughs> but, you know, that's not a really good team, and they're doing what you would expect the team in their situation to do on a road trip like this late in the year. They should not be going one in three on a trip like this. And they did mm-hmm. you know, they shouldn't go out there and lose to the withers and, you know, but I mean, this is, I guess this, just this is just a weird, this is a weird time of the year to have a trip like this too.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: To go Chicago, Brooklyn, you know, and then they did the thing where they stayed over the next day mm-hmm. in DC. I guess they don't have Grizzly, Memphis Grizzly problems. They weren't trying
0: to rush them out of DC and get them to Salt Lake City, <laughs> right? Yeah, man. So you know it. Ah, it the four zero would have been great, um, but I'll absolutely take three and one. And 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 keeping your eyes on the prize for the Kings. I know you know everybody's caught up, uh, myself included, in what they could possibly do with. You know, maybe catching Denver and solidifying the two seed or whatever. This team really the the most important thing for for them, in my opinion, is making sure you have home court advantage in that first round. And they did a long, they went a long way with this three and run road trip and pretty much uh, locking that down. I think the Kings. I saw a couple of things like if they have how many games they have now? I think they have eleven games left now. And if they went. 4 and 7 in those 11 games the 50 which is the clippers would have to go like 11 and 1 or whatever they could like it's yeah, they should be, they should
1: be they should be okay yeah they, they their, their, their main thing is can they you know memphis is going to get job ja back and they're mm-hmm. game behind memphis right now mm-hmm. even yeah. means, i mean i i just don't think that right now the suns are equipped to catch them right I think uh, to, for me, the idea of the Suns making a real push was predicated on them having Kevin Durant, mm. and so I just think you know this has been a year where the stars is just aligned for them. Yeah, you know things are just falling right into place, and you know now they can. You know, I said, obviously, you've still got an outside chance at number one. I don't think they'll catch. I think Denver might be getting out of the funk they were. I think Denver picked the wrong no they had they had their what is five six game losing streak mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. they're gonna stumble all the way to the end you mm-hmm. know the, the thing is now Memphis has won three in a row without Ja. You probably get from what you said they hope to get Ja back on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So just you know can and, you know can you keep pace you know and then be there in the end to maybe to overtake, you know, try to get to two. But then, even then you still got to see how this thing plays out below them because who knows, maybe you're better off at three in the first round, depending on who the six seed is.
0: You you know, it's funny you say that because I, I felt, you know, when there was an outside chance and there still is, but you know, an outside chance of the one seed, I said, man, to me, the way I look at it, the sweet spot in West the conference, conference whales right now is two or three seed. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like if you got to the one, You'd probably be facing the winner of Phoenix and the Clippers. And mm-hmm. I mean, damn, I don't, I don't, if I don't have to, I don't want them in, in the second round. The sweet spot is that 2 3 spot where, you know, whoever you play in the first round, you got to deal with them. But say you were able to win that series, then you're probably getting to Memphis. And I, I, I just think Memphis is cooked. I'd and much rather very, play yeah. Memphis. Than Phoenix or the Clippers, if the Kings were to be able to get past that first round. So yeah,
1: and because the bottom mm-hmm. of the West is so crazy, even if you're one, think about this: one could be Oklahoma City, one mm-hmm. could be Dallas, one could be the Lakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, and I think there's, I think even with Denver have been been in control of the West most of the year. I don't think there's a team down there in that seven to 10 range going, if we get Denver, we're shook. They're like, we'll take yeah. our chances with that. But mm-hmm. that's – I mean, but you could say that two through – one through four.
0: You know, I mean, the whole West. Everybody feels confident against everybody, I would
1: think. Yeah. I think this is a year truly where you go into every series. And, like I said, to me, when I look at the top 10, top 11 in the West, because like right now the Lakers are a half game out of, the, of, 11, of, of 10. I think – of the Kings
0: for doing the Lord's work. Shout out for to the Kings for doing the Lord's work, mm-hmm. work. through that game in Utah. Make sure to you make know, sure they they get out of here. They
1: didn't do a damn thing for the Lord with that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I hope. That, that's why I hope they got to go to Memphis for that. Yeah. <laughs> <You> no, <know>, but <laughs> but you look at that. I wouldn't if you're a higher seed. I don't think you're afraid of Memphis. I mean, if OKC gets in. Mm. but maybe not Utah but I mean they haven't gone away all year Yeah, I mean, Utah, like, like you
0: said Utah is a tough place to play I think I, I think, I don't yes. think, you think Utah Nobody working on Utah
1: but they're going to make you earn it
0: mm. yeah they're, they're well coached they're a tough minded team for sure
1: but you catch a Dallas in the first round yeah mm. they don't guard me or you that's But sweet
0: spot. no that's the sweet for, spot
1: you know but that's the team but you know, <laughs> but dealing with Luke, you know, well, Kyrie's in a boot right now, so who knows where they hell they might fall? Who knows what's going on with them?
0: Did, did he get hurt again tonight because he played yeah. tonight? He played tonight,
1: yeah, yeah, but he got hurt. He left in the boot. There, they, I saw a replay, he's running around, uh, cutting off a screen. I believe it is. Dylan Brooks steps on the back of his his, back of his on his heel. Mm. Dylan Brooks is an outright menace to society,
0: he really is.
1: He out here, pushing <laughs> Hold on. Pushing cameramen. <laughs> he's
0: wild. That's a, that's a wild dude,
1: man. He hit a man in the nuts this season. <laughs> I mean, he is straight up menace. I mean, he's a wild he, right there. He come into the games in denim shorts and a vest, and a puff vest. <laughs> so, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's just wild. I mean, maybe this is what Canada's about. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a wild boy. But Dallas – Dallas is is the sweet spot. I would even, I'd even, I'd take Minnesota over Dallas. Like you if mean, they if they play what, in a game,
1: fans? I mean, I, depending on health, yeah.
0: Yeah, I just Dallas. It's
1: is. also kind of like, what if Cat comes back and ruins everything? For <laughs> sure. right.
0: There's that too, but I mean, man, it's crazy. Like all these from from six to to ten. Even we'll throw the Lakers in there at eleven. I mean, all these guys are. There's only one team over 500
1: in that yeah. in that old group. It's just a it's just a damn cluster. Of, well, you, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just I don't know what to make of this. Yeah, yeah you hard. know, I just don't know. And you know, and and if you, if we what Utah did tonight, they do again. Utah is not exactly trying to get in. Utah,
0: they, you think they're not trying to? Like I think at this point. They're they're just kind of doing whatever. Yeah, like, I think they get in
1: great. They yeah, they, they're not tripping. they get in great, but you know what? Going into the offseason with like their 300 first round picks, it's <laughs> it's probably easier to trade if you say, Hey, I got a lottery pick here, mm. than it is to say I'm gonna trade the 15th pick, even though it's only a couple of spots, you know, it was easier to say, Hey, I got that. I got mm. eleven. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I think I think they'll take whatever they get, you know. So I think I kind of feel the same way about OKC. Okay, if they get in, great, but you know they're not going. You know they got a they got the second pick was it the second pick from last year's draft who hasn't played.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, Ted Holmgren.
1: Yeah, yeah right. they got Chet Holmgren who you know who who before his injury was going to challenge Keegan for the greatest summer league player in history. <laughs> and you know, and then yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just think it's going to be it's going to be weird because this is a year where from five to eight. With exception, like I said, maybe of a Utah or OKC, the bottom seed team winning would not be the a wild thing. Like that four or five is gonna be ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that four or five. That's that's the one right there. That's you know, the one. That's gonna,
1: you're gonna, that's two gonna. three. If you're two three, you're going cool because you mean to tell me there's a chance that the Clippers, the Suns, and the Nuggets could both be gone before I <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah, Yeah. I'll take that every day. Two, two of those. Like, if you weren't able to get to the conference finals, two of those three teams are 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 gone. You ain't got to deal with them.
1: I think you 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 take that. So, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. But I I think if you're the Kings, you want to be too because the one thing about Memphis is that healthy or not, they are tough to beat in Memphis. The last time they had a home playoff game in Memphis, they had Mike Brown down by fifty.
0: Yeah. I That's went. The last I time. went to two. The last
1: time Mike Brown coached the playoff game. Remember? <laughs> yeah,
0: right. No, he won. the he coached them all the way to the Western Conference Finals. didn't he, I think he he won.
1: Kurt, oh, Kerr came back. For, I, 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 I'm blanking. I know. I know the last time he was in Memphis,
0: that I was feel like he might have coached Game One of the Western Conference Finals too. Matter of fact, I uh,
1: forget. I, I know when his last time.
0: he won a couple him. of them. He won a couple after yeah. that. The, the, yeah,
1: because that was the, the time months. where. My buddy reported that Steph said something about Memphis and then he like I ain't say that. And it became the bulletin board. Oh, Steph was like, oh, oh, fun times in the NBA. Oh, you gotta
0: you gotta love this league. If I'm the if I'm well, I'll speak for myself. I shouldn't say if I'm the Kings, I want the Kings to get the two because I think the Warriors are gonna end up staying in the six. Spot. They got a game against Dallas on Wednesday, which is going to be a pretty big game at Dallas. But I think the Warriors are finding a way to stay in the sixth spot. And I don't want to play the Warriors. I'm just not interested. I think the Kings are better than the Warriors. I think they would beat them in the series, but I don't want to play Steph Curry. So just to make sure that's not the case, try and get that two seed and take on Dallas or Minnesota or whoever at this point. Like you you never
1: yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm for that one. Yeah, you know, I think if you gotta look at that, like I said seven through ten. Yeah, if if the Warriors, you don't, you know, just with the, the hype, the pop, the possibility that stuff goes off. And the thing is, if things kind of hold true to where they are, if you stay in that in that spot, and you know, and you get and you get the seven seed, you probably avoid the Lakers because the Lakers are probably going to be eight if they get in. And mm-hmm. if you can avoid AD, LeBron, Steph, Clay, and play. You know, even though I like them Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can play Kyrie and Luca, who even as good as they are, they will play the style of basketball you want to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't think gonna try to get physical with nobody. Right. They're mm-hmm. gonna try to get to 142. Right. So right. I mean, in terms of matchups and the plus were about matchups, that's mm-hmm. a matchup I think that the Kings would love. And I think mm-hmm. that would favor them because I think they can Dallas can't beat them, I think. It would be hard for Dallas to beat them at what they do over seven games. They don't have any size up front to deal with Sabonis.
0: Yeah, and the funny thing is the only time JaVale McGee plays is against the Kings. So, JaVale McGee would definitely be out there.
1: That's my man, JaVale. I'm the only person. I like
0: JaVale. I think think he's a – I sincerely think he's like a valuable piece to a good team. I don't know why Dallas doesn't play him. Like that kind of baffles me.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, and that was just, yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, the the one way you bother for bonuses with size. So I, I it would make sense why they would play him, but yeah. Cause I mean, even when the Warriors don't have size, I mean, they, they you know, Looney is like, not as, you know, ain't the same. Neither was Draymond, but like you said, it's the stuff factor. Yeah, But yeah. you know, then again, Luca could go for 1620. Did it before.
0: Luca needs to be in shape, which it doesn't really matter. He's he's kids buckets when he's not in shape, but he's not even playing right now. So yeah. um, we'll we'll see what happens with Luca. I'm looking right here. Yeah, Javale McGee, the MPCD tonight. I don't understand it, but whatever, whatever. Um, Kings finished the four game road trip once again, three and one, and they come home tomorrow. You guys are probably be listening to this in the morning. Tonight they come home. To play the Boston Celtics at the Golden One Center, we'll preview that match. Buck
1: Boston, Buck, Boston. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're on the same page. Let's go. Sorry, Jesse, but uh, we'll we'll talk about that on the other side. Is Jason Jones, Kenny Carraway, J Street Vibes. We'll be right back. J Street Vibes. What's going on, everybody? We're back at it. Uh, Kenny Caraway of ESPN 1320. Jason Jones of The Athletic talking about the Kings. They lost 128-120 to the Utah Jazz to close out a four-game road trip. And now they've got a back-to-back. where waiting for them at home. I think they were already in Sacramento just hanging out. The Boston Celtics come to town. Um, Boston, who I don't want to say they're, like, struggling because that's not the case, but – you know, they're trying to figure some things out. They were able to move back into the number two seed in the Eastern Conference with the Sixers loss on Monday night. Um, but the Sixers have 49 and 23. And you know, this is this one of them ones right here. This is one of them games. You know, you get to you got to test yourself against Milwaukee last week, weren't able to bring home the victory, and now you get another opportunity to test yourself against one of the top teams in not only the Eastern Conference, but in the entire NBA. The Boston Celtics at home. I'm anxious to see what the Kings got, man. What they can do.
1: Yeah, you know, second night of a back-to-back. What is it, three and four? Another one of them type of situations. Yeah, you know, um, uh, kind of a what I always you know call a built-in loss. You like, man, three games, four nights, three time zones. <laughs> Started in D.C., end up back home. And They always say that first game after a road trip. Mm. It's kind of like a road game and for the Kings. This is a road game, kind of for them. They get home late. Yeah, they get to go home. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you know, as we're recording, I, I imagine they're close to being home at this point, or not that you know. They should. You know, I'm, I imagine that all the guys will be home by one in the morning or so. But even then, you get off. You know, you play the game. You you know, a still might be going. That whole you know whole deal. It's not mm-hmm. a long flight, but like I said, you, you started in DC on what, Sunday? Yeah. So this is, you know, it's a, it could be, you know, in, in those games, or and I don't know what it is about the schedule. Why is Boston almost nine times out of 10 sitting in Sacramento waiting on the Kings? I don't know.
0: Boston don't even play. Uh, I think they don't play till like Friday. Like, what, what was the point of them uh, having to be, you know, in Sacramento just chilling? Like, what, what the hell is that all about?
1: Yeah, I mean, and the one time they didn't get that situation, they had the weather, they came out here all late, they beat the Kings, and then they got DeMarcus traded. <laughs> so,
0: I'm looking at the I'm looking at the, the six, the Sixers, the Celtics schedule, and yeah, after the Kings tomorrow, they don't play again until Friday. Why did this game have to be a back-to-back? Like, well, why, why couldn't this game be on Wednesday? What the hell was this all about?
1: <laughs> Maybe Boston requested to get out get out of Sacramento. <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: Jackasses. Um, Utah beat the Celtics the other night. Now it wasn't the same yeah. Utah team that played tonight. Um Marketing was there, Clarkson was there, but Utah with two um good wins back to back at the at the crib, um, uh, beating Boston. So Boston, they've had a day or two to stew on that one. They're they've the Kings have their attention for sure. They'll be ready to play. And it's gonna be one of those things where I got to see the Kings, all that, all everything that's going on, we understand, we get it. You got two days rest coming up. Get your mind right. Be ready to play. Can't have another 19-point quarter. You can't be down 25 to Boston because you will not be coming back in that situation. I don't care how good your offense is. Um, come out ready to play. Come out ready to play against these Celtics, man.
1: Yeah, I mean – and and the thing is, you know, Tatum will be ready to go. You know, you know, both of these teams need this game. It's going to be a okay. Well, if we lose it, it doesn't matter. You know, I think, you know, Boston will be looking ahead to saying, you know, a second round matchup with Philly. Mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather deal with Joel Embiid if I got to go seven games four times in Boston than four times in Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think you you know they'll they'll be they'll be motivated, and and I think they've, you know but a month or so ago, kind of like we're calling them the best team in the league. Yeah. And now it's kind of like, well, what's going on? You know, and I'm not a big, you know, read with the people, you know, kind of what the people are saying. People are like, well, maybe it's because they they their coaches inexperienced, all type of stuff, you know. Hmm. But this is, I mean, your Kings are at home. I just wonder whether legs will be for the Kings, just because you are down a starter with Herter. You had to exert a lot of energy to get back into this game tonight. Mm. And Boston's rested and good. Yeah. Boston one probably had barbecue tonight. You know, probably went by sauce. sauce.
0: You know, they were going you know, to sauce or something. Probably
1: like had, that. Probably had a yard house for lunch, sauce yeah, yeah. dinner. You know. They were at
0: Echo and Rig. That's where they're at. They were in the Sawyer at the steakhouse. Echo and Rig. That's
1: where they were at. Okay. Yeah. Somebody was probably also went by Macy's, you know, did a little <laughs> shopping, you know. No
0: maybe they have some gym boys maybe maybe somebody maybe grant williams was like i don't want all this stuff man you know let me walk around and he walks around and sees gym boys maybe he has some gym boys
1: yeah maybe he's like, he's like i've heard of chipotle i don't need that stuff in my life oh this is different so <laughs> you know? yeah it's always kind of like i said the the built-in losses the weird scheduling quirks. this is a weird one you mm-hmm. know to have a back to i mean a, a home road back to back is not crazy a home road back-to-back at the end of a road trip.
0: That's cold. That's cold-blooded, cold man. They did the games like
1: that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just got – I mean, and the Kings have gotten these before because I've been on those trips where I'd be like, I'm tired as hell. So <laughs> I know they tired. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a cold and – And the cold piece is, once again – Boston don't play till Friday. Why didn't they play this game on Wednesday? Kings don't play till Friday either. <laughs> Why did this game have to be played on Tuesday? Can we change it now? I mean, we see what's going on, can we change it now? Just I'm oh like, I would
1: say for national TV, but this wasn't no national TV game.
0: Yeah, it's national TV-ish. It wasn't supposed to be though. It's no, that's, NBA that's what I
1: mean. When the season came out, they weren't like this is gonna be our TNT Tuesday game. So Man. let's let's go ahead so, and yeah.
0: Celtic can't played till Saturday for whatever reason, they forced this game on Tuesday, but you know, it's whatever. Here's the thing. I hear everything you say. You're right. You're not telling any lies about it, but I want to see the Kings come out, come out and play basketball. I want to hear all that other stuff. I don't want to yeah, hear Milton's. like you guys are a good team. Um, this is the NBA come out ready to play, come out ready to hoop and, and execute. And you know, it's going to test your mental. It's going yeah. to test how tough you are mentally and you know you want to pass this test. It's not a it's not an indictment on who you are as a team. I think we're past that point with the Kings. The Kings are a good team. They're gearing up for the playoffs, but you would like to see them come out ready to play tomorrow.
1: Right? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You know, mentally, just look like you're in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not win the game just because Boston's good, but mm-hmm. just don't come out there and like like you said, don't get down like 42 to 19.
0: Can't have that. Okay, because you ain't coming back this time. It's not. Yeah. A-
1: yeah, and I think in that case, considering you know the end of a road trip, or like I said, you know, pretty much tomorrow this game is a road trip game to me because mm-hmm. it's probably, it's the second of a back to back and all that. This type of game, get, if it get if it got ugly, I can see Mike Brown saying, "I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna wear these guys out tonight. We got a nice little break coming up. Let me go ahead and get these other guys some run. There's no need for me to wear these guys out to try to come back against a really good team." So mm-hmm. I think I remember. Phil Jackson do thing where he would say, hey, I'm going to give you guys four minutes. If you don't make a run, I'm pulling everybody. Mm. It would not shock me that if it got ugly, Mike Brown just says, you know, I think we saw Ty Lue do it this year in, in Denver one night where they were down like 25 or 30 in the first half. He mm. pulled everybody at halftime.
0: Yeah. Well, let's hope it doesn't get ugly. Let's hope it gets ugly the other way. Let's hope that Boston is struggling and the Kings are up by, I don't know, 30. I will 15. I'll take 15. How about
1: that? Yeah, I'm an LA guy. I will never weep over a Boston Celtics (laughs) loss, even though the Kings let let you know let LA down. We out
0: here playing checkers or playing chess, not checkers, baby. That's
1: That's why. That's why those little Bruins stole the beam. (laughs) The is the beam. Is the beam blue? Why did they do that?
0: You know, everybody. Everybody trying to ride the wave. Everybody trying to ride the wave. You know, it's all good though.
1: let it be known that was UCLA. because In UCLA, they're professional biters.
0: Well, Northwestern tried to do the same. Princeton did the same thing. Everybody that was at the goal, they all tried to ride the wave. It's cool, though. It's cool. It's cool. We, we, we Look, you know, everybody trying to ride the wave. They know the beam is the hottest thing going in the game right now. It's all good. It's all good. We're not bitter about it. I don't have no problem with UCLA. Isn't that your big bro anyway? Or no, no your big bro. They're little they're
1: bro. Little bro. You know we have you know they they're we're Golden Bears they're Bruins we're navy blue they're baby blue they look they, look, they, they you know they even they, their fight song is even our fight song.
0: Is there anything that Cal dominates UCLA in?
1: Shit, man. rugby nowadays not much of <laughs> anything rugby.
0: Rugby, that sounds. Uh, I,
1: I, I'm not going to get into I mean, the
0: they were equal a lot for you know. For yeah, a, I'm not going to get into the wooden the day, of, for the most part during basketball.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to get into the whole, well, our chemistry department, we have more you know, Nobel Prize. No one cares about that. Right now, all I know is that right now, Cal is down bad in in almost every sport, the major sports. I have faith in the women's program. I think Coach Sharma is going to get them going in the right direction. But, yeah, all UCLA got for us is a check coming up. They got to cut that check for going to the Big Ten.
0: Oh, that's just – I don't know what they're going to do with the Pac-12 at that point. Goodness gracious. Uh, only uh, hope is to, to bring in uh, San Diego State and Fresno State. And even then, it's just going to be a glorified Mountain West at that point.
1: Well, I guess they say San Diego State, SMU. SMU? Dallas. It's in Dallas. Yeah, so what? Dude, if you don't know, to stop playing. Hey, hey don't put don't San Diego they, State and Fresno State
0: in there. That's the best thing.
1: This is the snobbish part. The conference doesn't think – Fresno state qualifies academically to be worthy as to be part of the conference.
0: Well, I mean, they're probably right, but still, get the- <laughs> and, and I like Fresno state. I, I like, you know, Valley champs, you know, I got, I got no problem with, you know, if I, I got love for them. I got love for them. I got, I got family down there. I got ties. I got love for Fresno state, but yeah, I, you're right. I mean, it's not Stanford, but so what? So what you're about to play uh, Bolivian as Mike Tyson once said.
1: Yeah, it'll give it would get. I would watch some Arizona San Diego State games, but I think the thing is, like you're trying to figure out what teams do you take. San Diego State, SMU. I've read Colorado State. I oh. mean, pretty much. Here's the deal: Colorado
0: State just got backhanded by Sac State this year in football.
1: Hey, Colorado wasn't much better. I guess I don't know. But oh, think-
0: the pack. So,
1: I think the whole – I mean, here's where we are in college football. You're going to – I mean, you might as well go to the soccer model and have tears because if you're not in the SEC or the Big Ten, what are you? Mm. I mean, if you're in the ACC, if you're not Clemson, who are you? I mean, it's just – it's just not fun anymore. I mean, I'm not looking forward to – you know, never mind my whole conference allegiances. The hell do I want to watch UCLA play Rutgers for?
0: Come on, man! Ain't why? nobody ain't nobody gonna be checking for for UCLA and Purdue. Like nobody's yeah. checking
1: for that. Right? I'm, I'm waiting, and me knowing USC folks, I'm waiting for the first. Why did they schedule us to play at Purdue in November? That's why we lost. You know, it wasn't fair. You know, I'm I'm, wait, I'm waiting for that. We had to go. I don't know where the Scatterway is. I had to go all the way. You know, and That's
0: gonna be so trash.
1: I mean, in the I don't even care about the Rose Bowl now. I'm like, well, sh- whatever. Oh, yeah. So then again, Cal, I take Cal in any bowl.
0: The pack, the Pac-12, just like if anybody left, like SC and UCLA, you know that matters. But if if Cal and Stanford left the Pac-12, like the Pac-12 wouldn't be the same. I, I can't believe that they're doing that. And the, it. I mean, it was already bad enough when they brought in Utah and Colorado, but this is how do you lose UCLA and USC and just. Keep going like
1: um like I said, I, I think Cal should just in Stanford should just join the Ivy League and just have a nerd conference.
0: Might as well at this
1: point. Just might, just might as well just make all the all the nerd schools, you know, you know, poach a bunch of nerdy schools, you know, Ivy League schools, and like go through and like I don't know who else you could get who's already not in the conference, but just find all the nerd schools.
0: Cal State East Bay, that prestigious uh university in
1: the football now.
0: No, basketball only. We'll be, we'll, we will join uh, that conference for basketball only, much like St. Mary's and Cal State Northridge. There
1: might, ha- there might have to be a, a hybrid model like that, where it's like the, you know, these schools are a basketball conference and they do something else. And I don't know what they're going to do, man. Mm. I just kind of say that's why I watch wrestling.
0: <laughs> no doubt. I
1: I, I, I can't even get with college football. I mean, I was done when back in the day when Aaron Rodgers was still at Cal before I realized he was nuts. Uh, you know, when when uh, they when they were what ten and one, and then uh, Mac Brown went on TV and cried and mm. said Cedric Benson, rest in peace, Cedric. But you know, he went. Cedric deserved to be in a big game, and some voter voted a ten and one Cal team who had, mm. who only lost with a road loss by less than seven at USC, who was number one, voted mm. Cal twenty fifth, mm, mm, mm. and that knocked them. Stuff like that knocked them out of the uh, chance at a bigger bowl game. So I'm, I, 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 was done with college football after that. I said this thing is rigged. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, hopefully the NBA isn't rigged because the Kings are good this year. And if they do rig it, rig it for the Kings. So there was a, uh, there. I, I said, I said uh, at the beginning of the year. Remember when the, the guy? Well, I don't know who it was. The guy, or girl. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But there was two bets placed on the Kings to win the NBA championship. I think one was placed on them to get to the finals and the other was placed on them to win the championship. I said, if this happens, the NBA is absolutely rigged. It is absolutely rigged. And you know what? Go ahead. If it means the Kings can win the championship, go ahead and rig this whole goddamn thing. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a damn.
1: You like they owe us, so we'll take every we'll take every every fixed call. You'd be like, oh, is that Tim Donahue out there officiating?
0: Absolutely,
1: like, I think, oh, wow.
0: Bro, I think the guy put down like ten thousand dollars on the Kings to win the championship. Man, I say you guy, don't you don't do that without some without having the script, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah, the script. Yeah, we got to get the NBA script for this year. AD was like, really? I'm hurt again. <laughs> Zion, bro, script, Zion's like, Zion's like really really this is the script
0: if the Kings if the Kings win the championship NBA's rigged. you don't go around putting 10 10k on the Kings to win the championship without some kind of inside knowledge
1: yeah he, he had the script he had the script <laughs> happens, that means he had the script he he was like Zion's going down in three two check <laughs> LeBron breaks record hurt in a a week check he once had the whole script. He has the script. He he, he well, had. Once again, it.
0: If 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 it goes down that way and it is rigged, it's the greatest show I've ever seen. All right, Kings win a championship. It's the greatest show. Give him an Emmy. Give him an Oscar. Whatever it is. Give him a daytime Emmy. Whatever. What a what a show the NBA is. If the Kings go ahead and win the NBA
1: championship, then Vebek comes out and admits it's all rigged, and everyone goes crazy.
0: <laughs> Jay, before we get out of here, man, what you working on, man?
1: Uh, got some. I'm working on a lot of WrestleMania content for next week. Going, you know, going into Mania, and uh, got some, uh, got a couple of feature projects in the in the mix. Uh, some uh, media type stuff. So y'all be on the lookout. But yeah, a lot of my focus this week is on WrestleMania type stuff. I had a, I had an interview today with a. Prominent WWE superstar, and mm. have another one coming up this week. May have another. I may have three WWE interviews.
0: Oh my goodness! He's basically writing for WWF magazine at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. This point. Yeah, I'm pretty much a mark right now for the business. <laughs>
0: No doubt, man. No doubt. Um, D lo and KC all week long uh, from noon to four on ESPN 1320. Check that out on the Odyssey app. Check that out on YouTube and on Twitch. We're all over the place. You can check us out there. Um, and you can check out Jason Jones. Uh, once again, you'll be hearing this Tuesday morning. Check him out today on d and Casey as he makes his weekly appearance. We talk about the NBA, the Kings, and everything in between at that point. So we'll be back on Thursday. It's Jason Jones. It's Kenny Carraway. J Street Vibes, man. We up out of here. Peace.